Hey, 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 everybody. Today for you, podcast number 62. Today's podcast is titled, Is the Partial Truth Enough? Hey, 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 everybody. Today I have for you podcast number 62, like I just said, and welcome to this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast, where we flesh out the limitations that are preventing you from reaching your goals and living the life that you were called to lead. I'm Dr. Pete Lombardi, and sitting next to me is my beautiful wife, Sandy. Uh, say hello, Sandy. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Want to try that again? Hello. All right, better. much better. There we go. Yeah, sometimes you just kind of get warmed up a little bit. That's okay. Um, so uh, just want to say thank you once again for the people that reached out this week and said that they really enjoyed the podcast. I had a couple more people that I didn't even know listened <laughs> that reached out to me and and uh, said they really liked the podcast. So uh, thank you for your positive comments because it means a lot to me um, to know that we're reaching more people and um, trying to deliver a great message each and every week. So uh, anyway, if you if you are enjoying the content, be sure to obviously subscribe, hit the subscribe button, ding, on YouTube, um, or like it, follow it, share it. But most importantly, I guess the, the biggest thing, if you want to do me a favor, do Sandy a favor... Do us a big solid, uh, write us a review. You know, it doesn't take long, but just uh, share uh, to the world how much uh, this is meant to you listening to this and what you get get from it. But anyway, on with the show. Mm -hmm. Anything else you want to add to the intro? No. No, mm -hmm. a little bit of gratitude and on with the show. You know, let's keep it rolling. Uh, so our title is, Is the Partial Truth Enough? And I'll give the backstory. You can give the points. Okay. And uh, I'll try to fill in as best I can. Uh, backstory. So, um, the past week, I've been I've been conducting an interview to hire someone, and um, so whenever you do an interview, you're trying to really discern whether people are being forthright with you, being honest, giving you like really clear answers. And something that I've learned over the years of having conducted different interviews is that people will say just about anything to get hired. <laughs> um, and not everybody is always forthright and truthful with their answers. So I developed a new strategy that is very effective, and that is um, I, I have other people talk to the person I'm interviewing. So I do my own type of interview, and then I allow this the uh, person to be with other people that kind of ask their own informal questions. And then we convene to see if the stories are congruent and everything jives. And um, it's it's really quite remarkable how you, other people can ask the same persons the same question and they end up getting more details. Mm -hmm. And I think part of it is because uh, different people make people feel comfortable too, mm -hmm. right? So you're really just ultimately trying to get a clean picture and ultimately the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so help you, God. Um, so that brings us to um, to our five points. What do we have okay. for points today? 
Point number one, um, we often suffer needlessly when we don't fully understand the whole story. Okay, so uh, today this was this is uh, came evident to me uh, speaking with a practice member who um, I noticed was a bit off today, uh, a senior citizen, and I noticed they were a bit unstable. Their um, their verbal skills were a little bit slower. Their comprehension was a little bit slower, and um, and I asked her. I, I said, "What's going on?" She's like, "It's this new medicine I'm on. You know, I'm taking this. I saw a neurologist, and this new medicine is just. Uh, I don't know if it's right for me. Uh, so anyway, I'm like, well, "What are you taking it for?" And she said, "Well, I, I get these shakes or these tremors in my hands." And I'm like, "Okay, so so how's that going?" And she's like, "Well, they're they're better." And I said, "Okay, so what?" Uh, you know, what what else is going on? She's like, well, I just, I don't feel steady on my feet and I don't feel like, I just can't finish a train of thought. And I'm like, wow, I can relate to that. <laughs> um, should try being on a podcast. <laughs> so, but my question to her was, is that, is it worth it? Is it worth it to, you know, not have tremors in order to give up your balance, to give up your uh, train of thought, and to give up your ability to communicate verbally because her her language was much slower. And she never really understood much about what the medication did. And ultimately, the medication slows the brain down. That's ultimately what it does, the one she's taking. And, And I'm not telling her not to take her medication, I'm just getting. I was just trying to explain the the you know what she has here, pros and cons, mm-hmm. and and she needs to at least try to figure out for herself. Because one of the comments that I often hear from people is, "I don't like to take any medication, but I have to do something." And then my question is, do you really have to do something? Like, what's worse, the shaking and imbalance, or the, or the imbalance? Like, would mm-hmm. you rather have? Hands that shake, or would you rather be off balance, potentially fall, not have good cognition, and poor verbal skills? You know, that's that's what you've got to choose from. So, you know, knowing the full story can at least help you to make a better decision. Right. And we often suffer needlessly. And in that case, like here's this woman, she was suffering and thinking, well, I better do this because this is what the doctor recommended. Yeah. Well, yeah. And well, yeah. What are you going to say? <laughs> no, I mean, are there other options? Um, can we get a better understanding of what's causing the tremors, right? Those are just what questions could could we be asking? Right. So, and that brings me to like that same quote I always say, the quality of the questions that you ask are going to determine the quality of the life that you lead. Mm, yeah. So a better quality question going deeper is going to definitely pay off there to know more of the story, mm-hmm, right? For sure. Yeah. So what that brings us to our second point. Point which number is, two, we <laughs> often intentionally overlook the details we don't like and focus on the parts that we do like. Dig deeper. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, yeah that's, uh, you know, it, it's very clear, at least when it comes to... Um, I think exercise is a good example. Diet is a good example of this is like, you know, I, I look really, I, I really been working super hard at my, my exercise program and I've really fixed my diet stuff. And I'm like, okay, so tell me what you had to eat today. And did you have any snacks? 
Well, yeah, I had a couple. Oh, yeah, and, you know. And after a while, you like you forget you did really good, except you also cheated a bunch of times during your day. Mm-hmm. And then you did really good with exercise a couple days out of the week, but then other days you didn't do anything. And so, were you as good as you think you were? Maybe you did better than you used to, but are you really as as far along as you think you are? We tend to overlook the details that we don't like mm-hmm. because, well. You know, it hurts our ego a bit, right? To own right. up to that. Either shy away from an exercise that might be really challenging, or I was thinking for myself, like I have a lot of exercises that Pete's recommended for my neck and my knees, and I don't particularly care to do those. It's more fun to go for a walk with a friend, or you know, right? Just skipping over the the ones that are uncomfortable, mm-hmm. the ones that might cause a little pain, right? Because you don't do them enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it's true. But it's true. That's true of everybody mm-hmm. is that we we shy away from things that are painful mm-hmm. because nobody it's it's not an instinct to go toward pain. It's an instinct to get away from pain. So right. we <laughs> lean on our, our instincts instead of like our knowledge base there. So yeah, more details, but also just, you know, it, it happens oftentimes in in politics too. And we see it in, in in politics in the fact that you know you there's a, politics are divided right and it's a taboo thing to talk about but say on one side of the aisle they're really into her, human rights and uh, and so forth and uh, social programs and then the other side may be into like uh, capital punishment and secure borders and such and both of them have valid points but yet they highlight the things that they like about one and downplay the things that they don't like about mm-hmm. the other yeah and and both sides are right. <laughs> both both sides have positive attributes to them, but they just highlight the things that they want, right? Mm-hmm. Or that they value more. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, not choosing, telling you which way to go there, but you have to you have to dig deeper. Don't just listen to sound bites, right? Yeah. Get fully informed to make a a good decision there. Um, <clears throat> that brings us to point number three. On point number three already. <laughs> Knowing the whole truth can improve your risk tolerance. Okay, so risk. Do people like to take risks? Not very much. Some people more than others, right? You are much more of a risk taker than I am. Yes, and that's why you're a good balance to me Mm -hmm. because I need somebody to dial me back because I'm ready to take risks. (laughs) Well, vice versa, Um, I need that. Right, right. So um, I just heard this today and this this guy was talking about, actually, I'll mention his name, Alex Hormozzi, really popular in the internet world and the entrepreneurial space. Uh, But Alex Hormozzi was talking about... um, spending money on marketing. And so the, they, they say, okay, you know, create some content, create 10 different uh, pieces of content, put them out there, and you're going to see one out of 10 of those things will do well. And say, if you're spending $1,000 on these 10 things to run ads with them, and nine of them bomb, but one of them does okay. And so you spend 100 bucks on each one of them. And that one it brought back two hundred dollars. So you spend a thousand, you get two hundred back. You lost how much? Eight hundred. Okay, you lost eight hundred dollars. So most people will walk away from that and say, "Well, geez, that didn't work. Eight hundred. <laughs> that didn't work. I'm not going to do that again." And so they didn't really learn the lesson there. And the lesson is, is that one of those things produced twice the return on the investment. So what he says is, "Okay, you tried with a thousand. Now put ten thousand dollars in that ad that paid back two to one. And how much did you earn?" Twenty, right? Twenty thousand dollars. Thank you very much. Minus the eight hundred that you lost. 
Okay. So, so now, now you're at 19,002. <laughs> yeah. So you, all of a sudden you've learned that, okay, now I can keep putting money behind something that works mm-hmm. and it's going to return. But what happens is that when you learn more like that, now you are in, more informed to take the risk. Right. And so what happens now, you're going to spend money on that ad that returns two to one until it doesn't return two to one anymore. Now it stops working altogether. Now you got to try 10 new ads to get the one out of 10 again. Or what he said the really smart people do is that they try those 10 ads. They're always constantly trying 10 new ads. So they always have that one out of 10 to insert when the other one out of 10 runs out. Mm-hmm. And and so it's just, you know, more education around a topic. Now it's not so much of a risk. Now it's just a, a math game mm-hmm. and just and running the numbers. So um, <clears throat> that's where I kind of got that idea about risk tolerance. And it, it's the same way in anything in your life. If you're if you're looking into doing something, if you do your homework, well, you're taking away a lot of the risk. True. But mm-hmm. if you just jump in without doing your homework, now you're going to get hit with some surprises. People do that all the time building a house. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. So they're like, oh, I want to build a new house. How much is it going to cost? Oh, it's going to cost you this much per square foot. Okay, but I didn't buy a lot yet. I don't have a building permit. And then there's Take all these well. other hidden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have to get a well, a septic tank. I have to have a driveway. I need all this fill brought. Like all these hidden costs that, whoa. The building and structure itself is, you know, $150 a square foot. But now you've already spent, <laughs> you know, another $100,000 that you didn't plan on spending because you didn't do your homework. Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, that's that one. So what are we up to now? Number four. Half, Quattro. Half the truth is often a great lie. And that was by Benjamin Franklin. Half the truth is often a great lie. Mm. Mm. I have to think, set that, let that set in for a yeah, second. Yeah, half the truth is often a great lie. And mm. why is it a great lie? Because there's true elements to it. Mm-hmm. And um, so here's the example that I gave Sandy when we were talking about this. I said... Uh, Sandy, I'm going to go into town for a little bit. I'll be back in about an hour or so. And she says, where are you going? And I'm just going to go, go for a ride into town. I'll be back in about an hour, maybe an hour and a half. And then she's like, all right, I'll see you later. And then I come back and I've got a brand new car. (laughs) And she's like, where did you go? I said, I went into town for about an hour or so. So, but you you didn't mention that you were buying a brand new car. Oh, well, you didn't ask what I was going to do. So you see what I'm saying? Like the point is, is that withholding information is lying. (laughs) (laughs) So it may sound funny to hear that, but oftentimes people will do this and they do that because withholding the information allows them to do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm not saying that we would ever do that to one another, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, when I said this, what did you say? When did this happen? Or so did you, you didn't do that yet, did you? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's the funny part. Uh, we laugh a lot when we create these. So um Anyway, uh, to come. <laughs> the point is, is that, yeah, the point is, is that oftentimes this is being done to us and we don't even realize it's happening. So uh, just, you know, it's one of those buyer beware things. Just uh, pay attention to what's being said, because oftentimes it sounds really good, mm. uh, but yet it may be a flat out lie. Well, um, as we were preparing for this this afternoon, I had to run down to a local store and 
after I was thinking about this, the half lie, it's like you see it everywhere if you're thinking about it. I'm like, all the marketing, like, that's a half lie. That's a lie. (laughs) You know, like there's so much misleading information out there that we're taking in and we have to filter it. They highlight the benefit of this product, but they don't ever want to talk about the downside. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, and the last point is what? You deserve the whole truth and nothing but the truth from yourself. What? The whole truth and nothing but the truth from yourself. And that's really, I I would say the biggest takeaway is being, I guess, 100% brutally honest with yourself. Um, I know, I know, Sandy and I both know uh, people that own a business and that's how they bonus their employees. One of the factors is Mm. uh, don't lie to yourself. Yeah. You know, did I go through the week and and not lie to myself? And it's obvious when people lie to themselves because they say they did their best or they say they did, tried to do something, but did they really try? Did they really try? Did mm-hmm. because if you really tried, I mean, if your life depends on something, you you're really trying, right? But if you're just kind of half stroking it, you're not really going for it full speed or with all your intention and effort. It's not really a full try, is it? Right. Yeah. Like they don't accept excuses of, you know, just right. you're lying to yourself rather than just tell yeah. me the truth. Like you don't value this and that's why you're not putting the effort into it or whatever it might be. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's if that's that's the number one takeaway, I think, from this whole podcast is just be 100% brutally honest with yourself and you will find that that will remove a lot of limitations. It'll make you more productive. Uh, and you'll start winning. You'll start winning in the things that matter most to you. So mm-hmm. um, we've touched on it a lot, but accountability uh, plays in there too. Truth, mm-hmm. be truthful to yourself and find accountability. Yeah, I just had a conversation with somebody about that today, but uh, that wants to uh, team up with me in something that we're both working on right now, uh, accountability-wise. So I'll share with that with you off the air. Okay. <laughs> okay, so that's all we have for this week's edition of your weekly Limitless Life Network podcast. Uh, please uh, be sure to stay tuned each and every week uh, for uh, more content, but to stay connected, to be inspired, and keep moving toward your best life by stripping away your limitations. And we will see you back next week. 